Hi, this is Lisa Purdy with Professional Pharmacy. Um, pharmacy has really changed over the years, and now we have an abundance of talent and not very many jobs. Cuts are becoming kind of a bit of reality, and as the culture of healthcare shifts and adjusts, we need to kind of keep some things in mind. So today, we will discuss creating a high-performance team. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, this is Lisa Purdy with Professional Pharmacist. And like I mentioned, today we're going to be discussing um, creating a high-performance team. Um, there's actually two ways that you can really look at to develop a high-performance team. And so we're going to look at new hires and your current team. For more information, if you want to check out Andy Stanley's podcast on leaders, um, he does cover this in more detail um, from a corporate standpoint, but I will be relating the material to pharmacy since that's what we're doing. Um, Very briefly with new hires, um, when you are uh, interviewing someone, it's very important that you ask them what have they done. If they're kind of looking around aimlessly and trying to figure out what they've actually accomplished in their career, um, they may not be someone who is a doer but more of a thinker. Um, So you'll want to have that as a red flag if you're looking for doers in your company. It's a lot harder to activate a thinker than to reactivate a doer. So that's kind of really all I was going to say with new hires. I think it's very important to hire the right people. Um, So having kind of key scenario questions that allow you to kind of find out what kind of person they are and if they're a go-getter it's going to be key on whether you get the new, the right people coming in. But more importantly, um, I really want to spend more time on your current team. So um, Jim Collins actually says that you really want to put the best people in the best opportunity. And I agree with this. Um, when you have a new initiative or a project, you want to find the right match, the right person who will get it done. And this does two things. It benefits your team. Um, the project gets done well by your best person. And it increases and empowers the one that you assign the project to. Um, And anybody who feels empowered will end up digging deeper and um, really helping your company out in the long run. Kind of like an ownership thing. Uh, So you want to put people where they tend to shine. Everyone is a genius, as you may have heard. Um, But as leaders, we need to navigate the position um, these people need to be in correctly. Um, this could be different than where they say they want to be. could be different than where they currently are. You may have people in areas that they have been for a long time. You, um, but your job is to really look um, at your structure and place people where they are best suited. Now, I understand schedule-wise, this can be a challenge since you need to have everyone be able to cover like operations and you may not have very much flexibility in this um, with like vacations or just your structure in general that maybe there's only a few options. But it's worth considering if you have an opportunity to really hone in on your team's experience and expertise. I recently heard that one hospital um, reevaluated their clinical pharmacist to see if their skill sets were still lining up. Um, they noticed that patients were not consistently being dosed on antibiotics like um, well, in, for instance, vancomycin was a huge issue. Uh, everybody kind of ha- used it as an art form when there was actually some data to prove uh, consistency was 
um, something that they could at least line up with. So this was an opportunity for them to address this area and re-educate if needed, and then rearrange anyone who really needed to be. Um, and they kind of looked at who was providing what services and who was doing a good job with it and who wasn't, and kind of looked at what services they had, and they wanted to kind of hone in on what they wanted to be good at and known at. It may sound harsh, but we need to maintain um, a level of excellence, and we can't afford our team members to get too comfortable to the point where they don't function at this at the top of their license. It's our responsibility to also uh, communicate between team leaders, their roles, their functions, their expectations, etc. Those all need to be very crystal clear. When every team member knows their role and the other team member's role, there isn't room to complain about the other responsibilities. Um, that, that can kind of just take time away from your department. Instead, we can focus on getting things done and working as a team. It frees us up to work really well together. So good leaders tend to reconnect these dots on everyone's role and their importance so that you can um, see them as a team. And as a leader, you can be looking at each position and asking yourself, is position that if this one was taken, taken away, would it be missed? If it was added to, um, what could be accomplished, and what could be an outcome that we would really want and be measurable if we did that. So one example is in a hospital setting, we tend to have operational and clinical pharmacists. Is there a way to maybe raise up operations to a clinical role? Well, yes, there is, through training. Is there a way to make clinicals more solid in operations? Yes, there is, again, through training and experience. It doesn't mean that you only have to hire PGY1 or 2 residents in order to do it. Believe it or not, um, you may already have the staff you need willing and able to do what is necessary, um, and they just need a reminder or training um, on t being able to do this. And, you know, allows them to benefit the company and showcase their experience at the same time. It also costs a lot less to, than having a new hire, um, and you could potentially consolidate your services. Or maybe you see a way to, for the profession to kind of grow and what ways we can elevate the services of our team, that they, what they offer, uh, what hasn't been done or tapped into. You could do a little research or even ask your staff about their interests. This could help them take ownership and really dive into something great for both of you. When we understand each other's value, we can better work together knowing as a team we effort, we affect each other's success. And we want that emotional connection to really come out of our employees for the organization. That really allows to, us to drive as a team better. When we have this, we can gain momentum. Um, when we place the right people in the right places, they shine and things can just happen in a really positive way. They can really look at how they are performing and the work that they do uh, positively or neg negatively as it affects the world around them as they know it. Um, if you want a high-performing team, just be clear on your expectations, put people in the right role, and hire performers or doers, and connect your staff together to understand their role and value on a regular basis. So if you like uh, podcasts like this, please throw up some stars so other people can find it and, you know, go ahead and subscribe and hopefully this content will continue to help you. Until next time, this is Professional Pharmacist. Have a great day.